0: Welcome to my homies, welcome to So i Married a Movie Geek. I'm Chrissy McQueen, clearly not the movie geek in this pairing. Justin Winters on my left, however, is both my husband and the movie geek. Say hello to the nice people.
1: Hello to the nice people.
0: <laughs> oh, every time we do something like that, I always think of, say goodnight, Gracie.
1: Yes.
0: And I always wait, and then you always do it. Thanks for following through.
1: No problem. I
0: appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what, this week we decided to get... A little bit vintage. A little bit sporty. Can I just say that I'm a little bit appalled that you raised your eyebrow at the vintage label? We're old, Justin.
1: Yeah, for the oldest movie, we went really vintage and went all the way back to the late 80s. Wow.
0: Was it like more like mid 80s? 86,
1: 87? No. Late 80s.
0: All right. All right. Well, it was
1: 88, maybe. I can't remember. Oh, really? Yeah.
0: Well, the movie in question is Bull Durham, and as is the case with all of our movies, I had never seen it. Justin, is this like a super popular movie or something that I just happen to miss?
1: <laughs> yes.
0: No, I'm serious, because like I never.
1: I uh, I'm serious as well. Yes.
0: Okay, because you're laughing at me.
1: Well, because I thought it was funny that you asked it.
0: <laughs> okay. I'd only heard it mentioned a couple of times. Like I kind of, it's one of those things where you're like, oh, I've heard of that, and then you know, that's all you know.
1: Well, personally, it's one of my uh, favorite baseball movies of all time. Definitely in my top five.
0: You have five favorite baseball movies?
1: I mean, I have more than <laughs> that, but it's in my top five. Are so. one
0: of them Angels in the Outfield?
1: No, we talked about <laughs> Angels in the Outfield. <laughs> I, know. I think that's the only other baseball movie you've seen.
0: Nuh uh. I've seen A League of Their Own.
1: Oh, no, that's not my top five.
0: I've seen a lot of pieces of Fields of Dreams.
1: Field, so, so it's Field of Dreams. Isn't
0: that another Kevin Costner movie? Yeah.
1: Bull Durham. Uh-huh. Major League.
0: Didn't see that one.
1: You haven't seen it. That's right. We've talked about that. Have you haven't seen that. Yeah, sorry. Um, uh, but, The Natural with Robert Redford.
0: I'm not even sure I've heard of that. Maybe. I may have heard of it. That's it.
1: And The same lot. <laughs>
0: Oh my God! The Sandlot. Somebody brought up The Sandlot at work today. The the ruddy faced kid.
1: Top five favorite baseball films.
0: I love it. I'm surprised Link of your own isn't in there. That's a great movie.
1: Uh it's probably in the top ten, but it's not it my top five. Be my um, but just uh, Bull Durham in general is kind of known as one of the best like sports movies. All right. Ever.
0: I have to give somewhat of a little disclaimer in my favor. For this particular movie slash podcast that we're doing about it. Mm -hmm. I'm a baseball fan. I understand the sport much more than I understand, I think, any other sport out there. Because I went to so many Dodger games as a kid. So, I get this. Uh Uh-huh. It's amazing how much more I can enjoy a movie when I actually understand what's going on. Like, as opposed to our second movie, which we'll get into when I saw Varsity Blues. Although I enjoyed the movie. I don't... (sighs) For the life of me, I don't understand football. I just don't. And so I, you know, I have to force myself to kind of like pay more attention to the other side of it, you know? And then when they're playing football, it's just kind of like, oh, okay. And I kept asking, like, what just happened? What, what does that mean? Da, da 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 What is he doing? And whereas when we're watching Bull Durham, don't have to do that. I completely understand everything they said.
1: So glad for you. <laughs>
0: You were mentally ripping me a new one during that whole thing. I could see it all over your little petulant face. Shut up. It's true.
1: So, Bull Durham, classic film. Lots of people love it. What did you think of it?
0: Uh, It was surprisingly... I can't say surprisingly good, because I knew it would would be good. But it was um, surprising in that it held my attention.
1: You didn't fall asleep.
0: I didn't fall asleep, that's true.
1: That's Um, always a win in my book.
0: Yeah. For being a sports movie, it had more depth than I anticipated that it would.
1: Cool. All right.
0: And I like the people. Ironically, uh, we had Susan Sarandon come by the old show today.
1: Oh, you did, huh?
0: We did. A part of me wanted to run downstairs and be like, I saw you in Bull Durham last night.
1: Hmm. I'm glad
0: I refrained because I heard she was not very sympathique. What I know in person, yeah.
1: Don't tell me that. I was sad. I was trying to get her on my show.
0: Well, I didn't. I didn't meet her personally, but for a very good source told me that she was not sans fatigue.
1: Hmm, maybe she was having a bad day.
0: She had a bad day.
1: Da, 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 you know, she's really into ping pong now. Really? Yeah, she's like part owner in like this <laughs> what? ping pong uh, club. What do I call it a club? They
0: have clubs for that
1: ping pong establishment in new york um because when she broke up with tim robbins also star of the movie bull durham where they met she like (laughs) started allegedly dating this guy that also owns this ping pong club she co-owns it and she's really into ping pong and she's done lots of press and stuff about how much she loves ping
0: By the way, now I understand how why you thought it was so funny that at the end of the movie, during the credits, I was like, so that was Tim Robbins.
1: Well, you ha- that happens a lot during movies that we watch that are very, you know, famous or people know him. and like throughout a movie, you're just like, so that was Tim Robbins through the whole movie, you didn't even know who he was.
0: Well, you know.
1: You've seen him in other movies. Like what? <laughs> War of the worlds
0: with Tom Cruise. Yes. Who was he?
1: He was the crazy guy. Remember when they were in? They ran into that house into the basement. Yeah. And that crazy guy it was like that. Tom Cruise had to kill.
0: Oh, vaguely.
1: Oh well. I don't want to pull up his IMDb, but I'm sure there's others that you've seen with him in it. There,
0: there must be. I feel like there's something really obvious that one of us or one of our friends who was listening to this podcast right now is like shouting it through the, their computer at me right now. Like, he's been in this.
1: Well, I like thinking stuff and I'm like, definitely haven't seen that one. Don't, <laughs> don't even mention it. No, Sorry. no, no. We spent,
0: we spent so much of this podcast trying to decipher what I've seen that it's almost a ridiculous point. But back to the movie. Anyway,
1: the <laughs> best thing about this movie is... Nobody um, chokes
0: on a hot dog and dies? Who? Nobody chokes on a hot dog and dies? what feel the dreams
1: Oh okay <laughs>
0: <laughs> thought that was a
1: good point Nobody m- that would have been a downer in Bull Durham, yes
0: right it's, were like the best thing about it is fill in the blank
1: great characters very memorable um, well-established characters
0: I love the whole opening about the church and baseball by the way
1: great monologues that yes you, that you you mentioned that throughout watching the movies
0: well okay. There's a caveat to that, because you're right, there are some great monologues, but I feel like most of them are delivered by Susan Sarandon, because although Kevin Costner has a little mini soliloquy designed to wrap the person up and send them home in almost every other scene, only some of them are effective.
1: Okay, I want to hear you do the most famous monologue in this movie. Oh, no. Okay, I, I'm Susan Sarandon, playing you are the Annie Savoy character. And you're a Crash Davis, uh, played by Kevin Costner. Are you
0: going to give me sides, or do I have to, like, try to recite this from memory? Oh, my God. Because that wouldn't work out you, so well. You
1: couldn't even remember one of the movies we were discussing five minutes before, <laughs> even though you, you chose it, so...
0: If you give me a prompt, though, I could try to do it from memory.
1: No. <laughs>
0: it would be like, I like women who...
1: <laughs> Let's not <even> <laughs> So she's like, uh... Uh...
0: I like kisses that are wet. (laughs) I remember
1: that. She's like, what do you believe in then? And he says,
0: well, oh, do I have to say this (laughs) before I do? Are we going to rank this R now? Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Wait. Okay. Well, I believe in the soul, the cock, the pussy, the small of a woman's back, the hanging curve ball. High-fiber, good scotch, and that, that the novels of Susan Sontag are self-indulgent, overrated crap. I believe Lee Harvey Oswald acted alone. I believe there ought to be a constitutional amendment outlawing astroturf and the des- designated hitter. I believe in the sweet spot, soft-core pornography, opening your presents Christmas morning rather than Christmas Eve, and I believe in long, slow, deep, soft, wet kisses that last three days. Your are Good night.
1: Oh my, I Crash. That's it. Hey, Eddie, what's with
0: all this molecule stuff? And scene.
1: All right, so, <laughs> back to Chrissy. How many of those things did you actually believe in?
0: Um, well, I believe in cock and pussy. <laughs> That's obvious.
1: <laughs> this also tests, can you remember anything? I believe
0: in getting rid of the designated hitter. Okay. I believe in long, slow, do we have to be wet? Kisses that last three days.
1: Deep and soft. Yeah. Okay.
0: Are um, you literally asking me like, what I believe in or are you trying to see what I can remember? So Is this a memory test? I,
1: well, both. What do you believe in personally and what can you remember? <laughs> there we go. I
0: think those are the things that I, that I believe in personally. Okay. Um, I can tell you the part where he's like, I believe Lee Harvey, Harvey Oswald acted alone. Disagree with that. Don't think that's the case.
1: I would disagree with that as well.
0: See? High five!
1: And it was strange because, you know, years later he was in JFK and played a guy who did not believe in that.
0: What? An actor playing opposite characters?
1: Chrissy, have you seen JFK? No. Okay.
0: I want to. I wanted to see, like, that and American President and W and all these movies. Anyway,
1: yeah. The character of Crash Davis classic character not only in a sports movie but just as a character he's great
0: is that a thing by the way that they all have nicknames because in the major leagues like i mean a couple people have nicknames but not everybody and they were acting like everybody has a nickname well
1: i mean guys in general like to give each other nicknames and i'm sure even if it's not
0: yours is just winters huh yours is just winters
1: GW, j dubs whatever
0: <laughs> yeah um <laughs> nicknames
1: but I'm sure sports, like, within the team, they have nicknames for each other, even if it's not known outside the team. Okay. There's been a lot of guys with guys, you know, in, in the locker room. How many can
0: you possibly naked come up and, with? And, huh? How many can you possibly come up with? That guy's Lothario. <laughs> 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 yes. He spent a lot of time in the shower. Hey, Lothario. <laughs> oh
1: man
0: i saw that curve volume through earlier
1: and then uh, tim robbins character is pitch is nuke <laughs> or meat
0: well i don't understand nuke by the way i don't really get Meat either but i was like nuke is even worse when he give to like, call me nuke i'm like like a nuclear missile a yeah. bomb like a microwave
1: i would have called him tall <laughs> i would
0: have called, called him dumb
1: He's, I think he's my height. Tim Robbins, six Is five. He? Yeah.
0: You're, you always say six. Five. You're the quintessential tall guy trying to act shorter, and I'm the quintessential short person trying to pretend I'm taller. I'm really five three, but my mom tells people I'm five four. You're really six six, but you tell people you're six five.
1: I'm more six five and a half, but whatever.
0: You, we round up once you're after a half. That's how math works. I think
1: you shrink <laughs> as you get older, though.
0: Yeah, you're like not even close to shrinking. You're in your thirties.
1: Barely in my thirties.
0: Soon to be more in your 30s.
1: <sighs> what do you think of about... What do you, what do you think of Kevin Costner um, first as an actor and then in this movie? Are you a Kevin Costner fan? Here's the thing. Would you do him? I wouldn't do him. No?
0: I like Kevin Costner. It's not that I dislike him. I actually enjoy him. But he's he's one of those actors where he's shades of himself in every movie he's in. He's always shades of Kevin Costner. So whatever role he's playing, I never feel like he ever. He's not like, um, what's his face, my left foot, that guy, it's Daniel Day Lewis. He's he doesn't lose himself in a role so much where like you can't even you know, tell who he is anymore. I'm not just talking physically, but you know he doesn't alter himself for a role. Like he's shades of Kevin Costner in every movie he does.
1: So you're saying he's like another Keanu Reeves.
0: I think that even Keanu has had more reach than Kevin.
1: Whoa. Whoa.
0: The Matrix. Like, that that was a reach compared to, you know, like, the, the lake house and Speed and stuff like that. Like, different different Keanu.
1: But well, at least he knows his willhouse and I think he does... <laughs> Kevin Costner? Kevin Costner, yeah.
0: Baseball movie, baseball movie, not a baseball movie, but, like, good-hearted guy protecting a girl...
1: Well, again, I'm sure you've seen probably like 20% of his movies, so...
0: Was he in Dances with Wolves?
1: Yes. Did you see it?
0: No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> didn't see JFK?
0: No, I saw The Bodyguard.
1: Oh, The Bodyguard. At least... He, dude, did you hear his uh, speech? speech?
0: I tuned into the funeral literally just after he got off stage. Good speech. I heard it was a great speech. I kind of read the highlights.
1: There you go. He's a man's man actor. He's very... good for him. He's good, solid, you know, solid Earth type guy. What's he doing like.
0: nowadays, though? I agree with that.
1: He's, he's still acting, I think, i kind of, uh... Lately... What has he done was lately? Was he in
0: Waterworld?
1: He was in Waterworld. <laughs> did you see... Me? You did not see Waterworld. I
0: did not, but I... But- I Wait, it, we see ta- in the Postman?
1: <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> see? These are horrible Kevin Costner movies. You haven't seen
1: these movies. I still
0: know they're objectively horrible.
1: Dude, Postman might be horrible, but Waterworld <laughs> is not a horrible movie. <laughs>
0: Why does everybody yeah. say it's horrible? Not
1: a horrible movie and also not a horrible um ride? show at Universal Studios <laughs> oh, Hollywood. It's a,
0: it's a show, not a ride? <laughs> I thought it was a ride. It's
1: not a ride. <laughs> it
0: should be a ride. Let's go on the Waterworld ride.
1: How would you imagine the Waterworld ride would There's go? There's some
0: drowning involved.
1: <laughs> I doubt that would be a popular ride.
0: You know, with parents who hate their bratty kids, it might be a popular ride. And Susan Smith wishes Waterworld existed as a ride.
1: I don't know. When Bad people joke, talk about Waterworld, they're just like, oh, most expensive, biggest bomb movie, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, did you watch the movie? Like the first, like. <laughs> couple scenes is Kevin Costner's character putting his piss through, like, a trans...
0: Transformer?
1: Not transformer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's peeing on a transformer. No.
0: He's got this, he's got <laughs> that would this, be awesome, and I would watch that. He's got this contraption on his boat
1: that turns his pee into, like, drinking water.
0: Maybe it's a specific pee transformer. Maybe so. Yeah. That's why it costs so much. <laughs> Um, but I remember like, when they were making Titanic, they were like, it's gonna be another water world.
1: Actually, they were wrong. Water world.
0: <gasps> Don't you start.
1: Water world Titanic. Don't
0: you start.
1: Okay.
0: Don't give a pregnant woman a heart attack. <laughs>
1: We're going to watch Waterworld sometime soon.
0: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And the Postman?
1: (laughs) No, not the Postman. I
0: remember Postman parodies from the late 90s. So even not having seen the movie, I kind of got a feel for what that was all about.
1: Postman parodies? Yeah. That sounds horrible.
0: (laughs) Exactly. It was amazing.
1: (laughs) Amazing.
0: In its horribleness, it was amazing.
1: Well, let's talk about where this movie... um, comes where it's filmed, what it's about. It's it comes from my neck of the woods, North
0: Cackleck.
1: North Cackleck.
0: I was told by our good friend Natalie today that they actually filmed it in Greensboro. What? She said, "Oh yeah, that was our old stadium, but you know, since then they tore it down and they gave us a new one. But that was where they used to have like the old batting practice. They
1: they filled some of it, but they also filled some of it in." Durham.
0: No. That's Bull Durham. They, they filmed it in Greensboro.
1: I don't think that's true, Natalie.
0: That's what she's
1: saying.
0: And I believe
1: her. I think it was the old uh, Durham uh, Stadium. Um, which I'd never been to, but I've I've been to the new one a lot since this movie came out. Really? Yeah, they still have... I, I don't know if they built the bull in the movie. Mm. I know in the new one it's there, and like... Um. Yeah, it's like hit the bull, get a steak; hit the grass, get a salad. Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what it is. <laughs> I was less interested in that at the time, and more interested in the beer garden where you. um...
0: What the hell is a beer garden?
1: It's where you get beer and drink it.
0: Is it like an actual garden? Yes. Is it look like a like a meadow? <laughs> it's,
1: it's growing a bunch of natural light on the ground or something. <laughs> no. No, they just, that's a. That's what they call it. Um uh no. When I was in college one of my friends worked at the uh, just call it a beer station or a beer kiosk campus? or whatever. No, what? uh, campus. <laughs>
0: beer campus. <laughs> that makes fun. I
1: I go to the University of Budweiser.
0: You know, because you see beer garden, and I don't, like, think of, like, Natty, like, growing out of the ground. But I do think of, like, a meadow with bunnies and flowers before drinking beer on it. <laughs> and I don't understand. So, I'm like, if this is a concrete place, why isn't it a campus?
1: Well, I think of the alternate to water world, beer world, where you walk in and just flooded the beer garden. There's no. some
0: drowning involved. One of my story
1: brothers, he actually worked at, like, the beer garden slash beer... Kiosk, whatever campus, campus, <laughs> and uh, I get free. We get free beer during the games.
0: Oh my god, you've you, been wasted! Oh my
1: gosh, oh my gosh, and it wasn't like weenie beers like they have at Dodger Stadium, like this. Yeah, those are. It bad. was like big, hefty size, big gulp beers. You know
0: what Dodger Stadium has over your get a salad or get some beef place though?
1: High prices at the concession stand.
0: That too. I don't think they do it anymore, but it used to be if it were uh, a shutout, mm-hmm. everybody got a dozen Krispy creams. Like you got like a little ticket, or you what? took your ticket to that the. Krispy used Kreme to be, shop. Or they still do that. No, they used to be, and and we always had a Krispy Kreme shop on the way home. And after a shutout, we'd have to like wait all the way around like the block, basically. But it was awesome because they were fresh and hot, and you got a dozen Krispy creams
1: for free. Well, that's we would get
0: two dozen because my dad had a ticket and I had a ticket. <laughs>
1: That sucks if they stop that.
0: I know. Christopher King was probably losing a lot of money. Hmm. Hmm. Indeed.
1: Anyway, Bull well, Durham. 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 Great place to watch a baseball game. Um, and I checked on this because I, I didn't remember, but they used to be 1A, but I think in 98, 90- I think they changed to triple A The game, well, the, the actual team
0: That's what I was trying I, and I was really focused on this For like the first 10 minutes, I kept asking you I was like, what is this, triple A ball? And you were like, I don't know, and then I heard Kevin Costner talk and He said something about like, I'm going to A ball And I was like, no way that this this you know Almost 40 year old man is going down to single A Like, no way And then somebody else mentioned another triple A thing So it was never quite like said But I was under the impression they were Labeling it a triple A club
1: Anyway, now they're triple-A. I'm sure that has a lot to do with this movie, too. Because after this movie, they became world-renowned drum Because of the movie? Yeah.
0: Was this... Okay.
1: Got some little schmutz in your hair.
0: I got schmutz in my hair? Go ahead. Oh, no. Was it edible?
1: I didn't eat it. Go ahead.
0: (laughs) I lost my point. I don't know.
1: I got a question. Yeah. So, one one of the main plot points of this movie is the fact that um the character of nuke um he sucks at the beginning and then um are we going to fuck huh we going to fuck <laughs> Annie, who do you know that annies annies are like uh, baseball groupies oh yeah. Wait a minute. That's a that's a nickname for baseball groupies. For
0: real? What Annie's, her name?
1: Her name is Annie in the movie.
0: But that's what I'm saying. Like was that really her name or were they just calling her that like a John is a that John? Was,
1: no, that was really her name, but I'm sure the writer/director, you know, I the, the guy that wrote and directed this, Ron Shelton actually, uh, he was a um minor league player before he started making movies. Anyway, she picked uh Nuke as her project that she picks a minor league player once a year and kind of...
0: Makes him a real person. Um, a real boy.
1: <laughs> You're my Pinocchio She's baseball like Geppetto. player. Uh, yeah, sex Geppetto. Sex <laughs>
0: Geppetto.
1: Anyway. She, she makes his ha-
0: wood grow.
1: She like gives him garters to wear, you know. Uh-huh. The rose goes in the front. Um... They start winning, he stops having sex with her because he thinks...
0: Superstitious. They're all superstitious.
1: Yeah. So, do you think um, having sex the night before a big game affects your performance in in, in a sport?
0: I think it depends on what your streak has been. If you've been having sex every night, you know, and you've been on, like, a winning streak, then you better keep having sex every night. If you were on a dry spell and, like, all of a sudden you start winning likewise.
1: So, your answer is sometimes?
0: My answer is it depends on the karma of that particular streak.
1: Do you want to hear the medical answer? Because I had...
0: Doctor, doctor, tell me the news.
1: I had, last month, a long conversation with with Kendra. Oh. Kendra Wilkinson <laughs> and uh, her husband...
0: Kendra, PhD.
1: Kendra Wilkinson and her husband, Hank Basket, of NFL Hank Basket. And they... <laughs> believe that it's true that uh, you know they're very superstitious they did she wouldn't have sex with him before an NFL game because she was worried it would affect his performance um, same thing for her she was on Dance with the Stars and they wouldn't have sex the night before she would dance because they were afraid it would affect her performance.
0: Well I'm super glad you qualified that by saying believed but as opposed to it is this way
1: the study for medical doctors is that it doesn't affect performance at all.
0: Well, I would imagine they would say that because statistically that's something that can't really be proven.
1: No, it can't. There's studies and sex and sex geppettos and things.
0: (laughs) Wow, there's studies on sex geppettos? Yes. (laughs) I want to find that study and read it.
1: You've been missing out on reading these things.
0: But thank you, Kendra Wilkinson and (laughs) Hank Basket of football. For that analysis.
1: Honey, if I would have said Hank Basket, you would have, you'd been like, what does he do? I have
0: basket weaving thing?
1: Oh my gosh. Wow.
0: Will you open my milk for me?
1: What's your favorite scene in Bull Durham, Chris?
0: I have a few. Um, honestly, the whole sequence wherein they're in the bar meeting for the first time and, uh, the the what's his face Tim Robbins yeah. wants to dance with Susan Sarandon and all of a sudden Kevin Costner gets overly protective of her and is like no just going to dance with me and they have this whole altercation and then they go outside and Kevin eggs him on about throwing a baseball because um, he's like fine hit me in the chest and he knows that this guy's all piss and vinegar and he's not going to actually be able to you know aim the ball properly and he's going to like take out a window or something which he does the sequence was fabulous. And that was one of those little speeches that Kevin gives that actually worked for the movie, as opposed to the ones where sometimes you're, I would laugh out loud afterward. What? Sometimes, you heard me a couple times give a little guffaw because I was like, come on. <laughs> like, ah. Okay. <laughs> that one really worked. So that was a great little sequence. And then afterward, how would they immediately go back in? He's like, I'll buy you a drink. And you can tell that, you know, they're off to um, a better start. Uh, also I like the scene where Susan Sarandon is going through her goodie drawer, and if you watch Sex and the City, you know what a goodie drawer is. And she's like... What? I
1: didn't really watch it, but I still understand what a goodie drawer is. Well, you know,
0: because you've seen the movie, you know the context of what I'm about to say. Okay. And she gets out the rope, and he's like, oh, I've heard of this kinky stuff before. Yeah. And, like, she ties him up and then just starts reading Walt Whitman. Another great one. He's like, oh, excuse me, excuse me. Am I going to fuck now? <laughs> She just like doesn't even answer him and continues reading.
1: Susan's Red is hot. She can read Wall Women to me anytime.
0: Do you think she's still hot now? Yeah. Yeah.
1: She's uh gilf? I mean, she, She's gotta be a gilf now.
0: She's easily a gilf.
1: Although it saddens me to hear that she might be on you know
0: An aunt Patique Gilf?
1: Maybe it was a bad day. She's a
0: crusty guilf.
1: Hmm.
0: <laughs> I mean, maybe she like I said, she had a bad day, but
1: Maybe she wasn't getting, she hadn't gotten her ping pong in for the day. That's why she was surly.
0: I would be surly too if somebody robbed me of my ping pong. But anyway, or my sex Geppetto. That would be really bad. But anyway, I I enjoyed those two scenes a lot. And um, frankly, I enjoyed whenever they were playing. Like I said a few times, I, I like baseball, so I enjoyed those scenes. Cool. What about you?
1: Oh, uh, what is my favorite scene? Um, I pretty much like any any scene where um, uh, Kevin Costner's character is taking the piss out of Tim Robbins' character on the mound.
0: Nice. Yeah, that's, like he's yeah, not, yeah, those were great.
1: Like when he's not taking his... Uh, the signs. The signs and... Like, it's going
0: to be a fastball.
1: <laughs> exactly. Did you just
0: tell him it was going to be a fastball? Yep.
1: I love that stuff, man.
0: I would have like lost my shit if I were Tim Robbins, though. <laughs>
1: But but uh, not only the three who are also um, of course amazing, but the the supporting characters are really good. Like the the guy that plays the manager, um, who unfortunately I think he passed away right after making oh. this movie. He was um, Nathan Arizona in Raising Arizona. Like, remember the guy that uh, they stole the the baby from? Sure. You're like I don't remember that. That was like years ago. And I slept through it. Right? Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, you know who I really like the Mormon kid.
1: The Mormon kid? Yeah.
0: Can I share with you my testimony?
1: Um, every time I see him, he's also in the movie Hot Shots uh, with Charlie Sheen. You remember Hot Shots?
0: I know Hot Shots Part Dia exists.
1: <laughs> you know it exists? Yes. <laughs> so you knew that one exists, but you're like, you didn't think that there might have been a Hot Shots 1 that existed? Not anymore? really.
0: It's kind of like the Terminator. Everyone talks about Terminator 2, but you never heard hear of anybody be like, the Terminator, as in the first movie.
1: Well, and you've seen the second one, but not the first one? Right. Did you see the third one?
0: I think I saw Pieces.
1: And we saw the fourth one on our honeymoon. Yeah, we did. Oh, worst movie ever.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was pretty bad.
1: <laughs> um, no, the the guy that played the Mormon played this guy, uh, this character in Hot Shots called, um, his nickname was Dead Meat.
0: Another meat character.
1: You want to know what happened to him in that movie? Uh-oh. He died.
0: <laughs> <gasps> what sadness. <laughs>
1: All right, let's quickly. So, so uh, final grade for Bull Durham. I'll
0: give it a B plus. I'll give it a A-. All right. We're like, usually pretty close in our grading.
1: It's a great movie.
0: It's a good one. I would like to see it again.
1: Would you suggest it to your female friends if have never seen it?
0: If they understand baseball, yes. If not, you no. You don't
1: really have to understand baseball.
0: You don't, but to enjoy it, like, thoroughly, I think that that helps.
1: I think, I mean, I think it's...
0: Okay, a good A
1: great movie, an excellent baseball movie.
0: Jerry Maguire is a great movie that you don't need to understand football for even though football plays a big part of it. Baseball oh, I, plays I, I, a big enough role in this movie that I feel like you you should have some understanding of the game at least to enjoy it.
1: Okay. Baseball's not really a hard sport to get. It's very
0: like. hard. It's the hardest. <laughs> Only geniuses understand it. Only
1: geniuses and sex geppettos get that game. <laughs>
0: I was just going to bring up sex geppettos again. <laughs> nice call back.
1: Okay, so um, <laughs> in our sports double feature, you you actually picked the, the first movie of our sports double feature before we even, I picked Paul Durham and you picked Varsity Blues.
0: I don't want your laugh. That movie. Oh. I think that's even how I asked for it too. What's the one where Dawson says he doesn't want his life? And you're like, what? And I'm like, you know, I don't want your life. And you were like, Varsity Blues? And I went, yeah, I haven't seen that. And you went, you really haven't seen that movie?
1: So, Varsity Blues is, a, is one of those guilty pleasure movies. Yeah. Where it's, it's not really that good of a movie, but there's, se- there's several things about it that you're like, okay, this is kind of fun to watch because... It's
0: just good enough.
1: It's just good enough.
0: It's like Cruel Intentions that way. That's not a good movie. But it's just good enough and it's very enjoyable.
1: Um, this came out... 99? Yeah.
0: 1999? Yes. You... i surprised you didn't see
1: this movie if you were like 16, 17 years old.
0: And I was a Dawson's Creek fan.
1: What happened? I don't know. Did you fall into a black hole of something?
0: I might have. Okay. Um where was I in nineteen ninety nine? I was in school.
1: Um, this is a pretty popular movie.
0: Yeah, no, I, I'm I'm surprised I didn't see it. I must have been preoccupied with something. But yeah, like I'm a Dawson's Creek fan. I always liked James Vanderbeek. I don't know if I thought it was gonna be too football y for me and that's why I skipped it, or I, I I think honestly if I had to put my finger on it, it was just that I was always busy. Okay. I wasn't going to the movies a lot.
1: Well, uh what, like 13 years later, we finally watched it. What do you think?
0: I have to say, I got a little nostalgic right away watching it. Like, all the. This is a a very superficial observation, but let me get it out of my system so we can enjoy this a little more. Uh All like the 90s clothes and the hair and the cheerleaders with their too deep of lipstick and all that. I was like, oh, the 90s. And like you said, I was 16, 17, so this was. Literally, like my year, my generation, and you I could have it.
1: gone to this school. I could
0: have, could have been one of those cheerleaders in
1: your favorite state.
0: Oh yeah, I love Texas. Tejas, my favorite. <laughs> Let's move there, please. Can we? Especially somewhere like I don't know.
1: So, so you Houston. kind of liked it because it made you nostalgic. What else?
0: Um, I have to give James Vanderbeek credit for one thing. A lot of actors, when they get kind of like typecast in their most famous role, you know, like, in his case, Dawson Leary. Like, he was Dawson. A lot of people still think of him as Dawson. The
1: Dawson. Right.
0: The Dawson. Exactly. Uh, I find that a lot of actors, when they get, you know, pigeonholed in that sort of a thing, that they really try to go the opposite direction with whatever's their next project or their next big role, just to prove, like, I'm not Dawson Leary. Look at me go. I'm going to be a drug addict now. Or something like that. hmm I have to give James credit in that this was obviously different and it wasn't like the best role he could have ever played.
1: First name basis.
0: Yeah. But he didn't, well, it's so, it's cumbersome to say Vanderbeek, uh, that he didn't, you know, go the, like the basketball diaries route of being like, now I'm going to play a homeless teen drug addict. Look how much I can reach. Like he still played a smart high school kid.
1: He changed his hair.
0: No, he did. He changed his hair. He was going to go to a good college. He, he, you had, know. he
1: attempted a, a Texas Southern accent of some kind.
0: Yeah, that was the worst part.
1: There's a lot of really strange accents in this movie.
0: I agree. The accent for me was the worst part of it. Um, but it was, it, it, I don't know, I felt like he actually handled it overall pretty nicely. Especially um, seeing it over a decade later. You kind of can look back. Because I think that a lot of people saw that at the time and was like, what is Dawson trying to do? But now that he's, you know, more far out of that and you can just watch this movie more on its own, I think it kind of holds up. And he holds up in that part.
1: I guess this is his stepping stone to doing something more outrageous like Rules of Attraction where he, you know.
0: I prefer him in this to Rules of Attraction. Yeah? Yeah.
1: Too dark for you?
0: I like dark. I just, you know, I prefer this.
1: Okay, well, let's quickly talk about some of the most uh, famous parts about this movie.
0: Other than "I don't want your life,"
1: I don't want your life.
0: Isn't that the most famous part? Well,
1: I got giddy when I knew that scene was coming up. I'm like, God, "This is the
0: best part." Here it comes, here it comes.
1: Well, first, because because I always forget that the the two scenes where he hits his dad in the face with a football is not connected to the scene where he says, "I don't want your life," but. Uh, in my mind, they're always
0: so. Every time you see the dad, you're like, "Here it comes!"
1: Well, yeah, he's gonna get his face. Yeah, It's
0: gonna get smooshed in.
1: Well, th- I, I just don't like the guy that plays his dad. Hit the pan um, on my head. <laughs> and then the guy that plays Paul Walker's character's dad has the worst accent in the movie. Like, oh God, just so makes bad. It, it makes Southern accents and so, look bad. Like, it's like the like, neighbors Ugh.
0: from King of the Hill got together and did a live action shoot. Kind of. Let's see if he can get this beer can off my head. <laughs> Seriously, you throw the you throw the ball, son. Be a winner, not even a winner, but a winner. Somewhere between winter and wiener. Wiener.
1: Oh. So, as a nineteen-year-old, <laughs> I'll give you one guess as to the scene that I like the most in this movie:
0: whipped cream bikini.
1: Whipped cream bikini, Allie Larder in the whipped cream bikini.
0: I got nostalgic over that too.
1: <laughs> I'm am kind of scared to ask why. <laughs> Chrissy, did you ever try the whipped cream bikini on?
0: I didn't.
1: Do you know if we if you watch that if you watch that scene again, the time it takes <laughs> for her to leave James Vanderbeek's character and come back with that whipped cream the the bikini is like ten seconds.
0: Yeah, she did a really good job.
1: What did she do? She like she had like velcro clothing on she's like whoosh, 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 whoosh,
0: whoosh. how do you know it wasn't like like a type of plastic bikini made out of the same sort of material that they make jelly shoes out of and like she would already kind of whipped creamed that and then she just slipped it on
1: what? <laughs> no
0: how do you know she didn't have chicken cutlets that she like sprayed with whipped cream and then just put those on what? Am I blowing your mind?
1: No, you're ruining it.
0: (laughs) I'm ruining it?
1: Well, number one, apparently the actual filming, it wasn't whipped cream, it was shaving cream. Yeah, that makes more sense. Which is not as fun to lick off.
0: Gross. (laughs) Because you can speak from experience?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I lick a lot of shaving cream.
0: Did you get nostalgic too?
1: (laughs) Yes, I so did. (laughs) Like,
0: oh my God, this reminds me of the day that I used to lick shaving cream. It was so good.
1: Yeah, my reaction if I would have been in his <laughs> shoes as a high schooler it would have been a lot different. I would have been like, "Yes."
0: <laughs> You'd have been like Tim Robbins and B- Boulder. Are we gonna fuck now?
1: <laughs> I'd be like, "I'm the sick Geppetto. <laughs> I'm gonna turn you into a real girl."
0: <laughs> Come see little Geppetto.
1: <laughs> be like. Is that going to cause some kind of urinary tract infection in your nether regions?
0: Whipped cream has a lot of sugar in it. Are we going to get yeast?
1: Where's the cherries? (laughs) Where's the chocolate sauce? I'll make you a sundae. Chocolate
0: sauce would get messy. It stains things, too. Anyway. Anyway. Uh,
1: So, yeah. That's one of the biggest ones.
0: What about the the scene where they all end up at the strip club and their teacher ends up being... I'm sure that has to be in your top two, three moments.
1: Well, that was the next one, yes. Ah,
0: so yeah, hit the nail on the head.
1: Um, <laughs> what are the chances <laughs> that a teacher, a high school teacher who teaches sex ed at a high school right. would be... A stripper at a nearby strip club, and her thing is high school sex (laughs) and teacher.
0: What are the odds?
1: What? How was she so surprised that somebody would find her out? Well,
0: two things. First of all, I thought of Dawson's Creek again with the, you know, forgetting the fact that James Vannebeek was in it. Because I was like, is this like the whole Miss Jacobs thing again? You know, like, hot teacher. Student. Oh no. But anyway, but um, this is a relatively small town, yes? I mean, they weren't in like Austin, where it's like a big city. Maybe you could disappear a little bit. Like,
1: there's not this sex is a small clubs, town. plural. There's probably <laughs> yeah. a sex club.
0: How. This must be, like, the best kept secret in the world. Nobody's dad goes to the strip club. Nobody's uncle goes to the strip club. No one who went to the high school and then went to college ended up back at the strip club and then said, hey, three years ago she was my teacher. Like, nobody knew?
1: Or how about just someone with eyes and just sees, like, (laughs) wait a minute. She seems to really be, like... Like, she seems like a sex ed instructor up there, you know?
0: No, but that's a stretch. Like, you wouldn't be like, I bet you she actually teaches it.
1: Um, This reminds me of um a story. Uh, when I was in college, I had heard that some of my friends...
0: were went... friends?
1: <laughs> Honey, I, I've been to strip clubs, but this did not happen to me at the strip club at the time. Anyway, some of my <laughs> friends from high school went back to where we're from And we're at a strip club and saw a girl that went to our high school there. And they were like, uh...
0: Was this the naked car wash? She was
1: stripping. It was not the naked car wash. (laughs) But someday we're going to take our car there (laughs) and we're going to get it washed. Or we don't have to take it to get it washed by the girls, the naked girls. We can just walk in and be on the side and watch someone else's car Get washed by the naked girls. I
0: mean, is this a popular place? Do cars go through a lot, or are we gonna be there waiting for a while, kind of just awkwardly standing around? They're like, Can we help you? And we're like, We're just waiting for and we're like, A car. Your car? No, just any car.
1: My car is parked outside. It just got I just washed it naked myself in my driveway.
0: (laughs) With my Geppetto. With what?
1: With my Geppetto. Yes. (laughs) Is it a name for a sexual organ now?
0: I don't know.
1: Um, yes, it's 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 very weird that there is a, a naked car wash. But is
0: it popular? Like I said, would you just be standing there waiting for a long time? I mean, time?
1: I knew of it. <laughs> I even as even, even when I was a teen, I was still I was too weirded out <laughs> to even think about taking my car there. <laughs> and it was cheap. I didn't have a lot of money. Like I wash my own had
0: like a great name like Sudsy Jugs or something Harper's like that.
1: 2 Car Wash. <laughs> Wait, Every,
0: like, everybody two, can, like there's another one that exists somewhere?
1: Everybody can google it. Greensboro, North Carolina, <laughs> Harper's 2.
0: Wait, T O O T W O?
1: I think it's the Roman numeral 2. So
0: in other words, it exists elsewhere like this is the sequel?
1: I never did some like hardcore research <laughs> to find out if there was actually a Harper's 1. <laughs>
0: that's the only thing i want to know (laughs) But the first thing i would have done google that
1: oh man but uh, every time we go back to north carolina i tell chrissy i'm like maybe we should take our rental car there
0: he suggested it the other last time
1: i heard that you can take your own beer i don't know if that's true (laughs)
0: Is it like a drive-through car where you sit in the car while it happens. That that would be awesome.
1: I think I think it's one of those things that in my head it's just more entertaining than actual going there. You probably go there and it's really <laughs> sad. Like, how good can they actually wash your car when they're naked? Like, did they use their actual boobs like to like boob dry your window or whatever? Justin
0: isn't kidding when he says that. Like, he suggests that every time we're back there, we should drive a rental car. Over Christmas, he suggested it with my mother and my best friend in the car.
1: Well, number one, your mom's really cool, and I think she was actually into the idea. <laughs> she thought
0: it was hilarious.
1: Um, and your best friend is also really cool. I think you're the one that was kind of the holdout. out Well,
0: because I was like, those poor women, it's like 43 degrees outside. We're going to make them naked wash our car?
1: Honey, I've told you, it's inside. It's like a brew-through, I think.
0: What's well, a brew-through?
1: A brewthrough is an establishment. It's like a drive-through. Uh-huh. But you drive through and they have beer and you can just buy beer.
0: Is this like a space age tunnel where there's beer?
1: A space age tunnel? <laughs> yeah. Is there like a portal of some kind to a beer garden on the other <laughs> side? Are there sex geppettos working there?
0: <laughs> I just don't understand because you're acting like it's indoor and I'm like. Well a drive thru isn't indoor, you just go around a building. So if this is like indoor, I'm thinking of like Space Mountain.
1: Um, the brewthers that I know about <laughs> is like it's not like a drive through <laughs> McDonalds. Okay. It's like a building with two sides. You drive in like a tunnel. It, like a tunnel. But it's not like long. It's just yeah. like short. And then it's
0: a short beer tunnel. there's a
1: guy there, and he's like, Hey, you want some beer? And like, Hey, hell yeah, I'm at the brew through, man.
0: <laughs> so it is like a beer tunnel. I wasn't like being crazy.
1: I guess you could call it a short, like a beer tunnel, yeah. Okay. I don't think there's like a. Uh, I think they're different. I don't know.
0: <laughs> is it like Space Mountain?
1: Do you know what? If Space Mountain had beer, it would be so much better. Like
0: when you're going up on the incline and like the lights are crazy on the side. Yeah. There'd (laughs) be like... (laughs) Because that is clearly how I'm imagining this in my head.
1: Number one, that sounds like a great idea. Number two, it sounds very unsafe. (laughs) And and very potential for a lawsuit.
0: (laughs) Wait a second. I have it all figured out.
1: I can see the little kids like with their arms out. I would have my both arms out one on each side. Where's the beer <laughs> I'd, like then you have to like drink it before you get to the top of the hill?
0: Not even you can drink it the whole time in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: can't wait. oh you're going with really like you. <laughs>
0: I have it all figured out. Hold on. Okay, so you're going up on, like, the Space Mountain Incline with the lights going crazy, and you get, like, your beer, and then... The, but it has a lid on it, so you're mostly okay. And then they tell you you can drink it while the ride is going. So, like, it's all black and crazy, and you're drinking it, and then at the end, you've but got... But you're, like,
1: spinning... You're, like, going really fast, and, like... I'm sure the wait. beer's not even going to your mouth. It's, like, going the side of your face. <laughs> wait, and, like, I'm getting there. And, like, it blows back to the person behind you's face. It's
0: getting there. So, at the end, everybody's, like, really drunk but really sticky, And they need a car wash to help them out. It's not a
1: car, it's like a.
0: (laughs) So then the girls from Harper's 2 come and they clean you up.
1: (laughs) They clean you up. (laughs) Are they cleaning the car or the the actual roller coaster thing or you you (laughs) because you have beer all over the side of your face?
0: While you're in the car, you're a part of the car. So they clean everything. <laughs> and then afterward, you're escorted to the beer garden.
1: <laughs> this sounds amazing. <laughs> this sounds amazing. This reminds of me <laughs> of the time when I was like, I just turned 18.
0: What the hell? This reminds you of something? And I this went... crazy scenario reminds you of
1: something? No, I went to this uh, uh playboy had this party in vegas at this water park and there was a lots of all like all these playmates and like porn stars there at the water park and they're like skipping bikinis and i'm 18 and i'm like <laughs> oh my god I was, like, I was like Beavis and butthead walking around <laughs> this place. time well no like sometimes i would be like <laughs> and then i would be like yeah
0: <laughs> Oh, my God. I,
1: I I got to the top of this water slide. It's, like, at night. And the, one the, the water slide was, like, one of those that the actual tunnels are, like, dark. And I look behind me, and there's, like, Jenna Jameson, like, behind me waiting to get in and, like, go down the slide. And I just, like, stood there, like, frozen in fear. I'm, like, oh, my God. I'm, like, Jenna Jameson's behind me. I was, like, maybe I should, like, halfway down the slide, like... Stop. Wedge myself to stop the water and she'll just, like, crash into me. But here's
0: the bad thing. Her vagina is so loose. She probably would have just, like, ate you up like a Venus flytrap. <laughs> she would have gone down behind you and, like, bye, Justin.
1: Uh, how, do you, how do you know her <laughs> vagina is loose?
0: Have you not seen any of the movies that she's been in? Or even a clip of the movie she's been
1: in? She's got one of those, like, turkey turkey gobbler oh, vaginas. No. <laughs> so other than the, the whipped cream scene, <laughs> back to the movie, the bad impressions, <laughs> the sex ed teacher who's also a sex ed instructor stripper. Yeah. Um, are there any other
0: things that stand out?
1: Things that stand out that you liked about the movie? John
0: Boyd is such a douchebag. Oh my but he God. did well as no, the douchebag. He does. I know, but he's He
1: does so well that you hate him for it.
0: Yes, but I feel like he's a douchebag in every movie I've ever seen him in.
1: Okay. Name other John Voigt douchebag roles.
0: The Rainmaker. Okay. Angelina Jolie's dad.
1: <laughs> his his finest role.
0: <laughs> he sucked in that.
1: I feel like they're, in the press you're always you're always hearing, like, they're on good terms, they're on bad terms, they hate each other. Okay, they're good again.
0: I don't think they're on good terms ever. No? I think he wants to be. And occasionally you hear a conflicting stories because he puts that out there. But she's made it pretty apparent almost every time she's been asked. Like, we have no relationship. No.
1: <laughs> That's sad because those... Twenty-four kids need a grandfather.
0: What if not if he's crap? Not if he was crap to her growing up and to her mom. Like that sucks. You don't just get to like ride in on your white horse once you have the twenty-four grandkids.
1: True. But he did well as the uh,
0: football douchebag.
1: Football douchebag in this this movie.
0: You know who I felt sorry for? Who? The obese kid. Billy Bob. So sad. So so sad. And I and I shouldn't because he's an actor playing a role. But I, I felt sorry for the actor too because clearly, I love that you turn on the computer makes a noise. He, you know, is an obese person. And
1: I I, I don't think he's obese anymore. Really, I think he lost, the actor lost the weight. Good for him. Good for the guy that played Billy Bob.
0: I'm so proud. We're I was proud gonna say, of you because a lot of the a lot of the jokes are at his expense, you know, and and, and they're fat jokes and stuff like that, which. You know, whether or not he's playing a character, he really is. So sadness. Very sad. Felt for the kid.
1: You reminded me of my football days, being the guy on the the big guy on the line.
0: Where people make fun of you for it?
1: Uh probably for sucking.
0: <laughs> hey, that big guy can't play.
1: <laughs> oh man. He's good going down water slides. I like I like playing in games. I hated practice. It sucked.
0: I don't think you've, like, practice in any, like, form of whatever it is you are doing at that particular moment in time.
1: What? <laughs> what does that mean?
0: You strike me as a person who doesn't like practice.
1: No, I liked uh, other practice. I liked when I played soccer. I liked soccer practice. Oh, okay. When I played basketball, I liked basketball practice. You did? The thing about football practice is it was always hot. Oh. And sometimes you had two practices a day, and you always had, like all this shit like pads and all these clothes armor and i had a helmet that didn't really fit my head because i have the most gigantic (laughs) head of all time you have a big head so what had to happen was i had to like put it like place it like on top of my head like almost on yeah and i had to get somebody to go
0: boink oh
1: because my head was so big
0: ow it sounds like it hurts
1: and and I had those like goggles. Oh yeah, because you were goggles. kid. Yeah, I couldn't wear glasses.
0: That sucks.
1: It did suck. And I was just.
0: Wasn't your dad the coach?
1: That sucked too.
0: That I was gonna say that makes it even more awkward.
1: I'm not awkward. It just sucked. He was he was like harder on me. Well,
0: because you're his kid, he can be.
1: And the other coaches were harder on me. Really? They hazed me. Why? They're like winners.
0: Yeah, GW. <laughs> I just don't understand. Like, I understand your dad. I hate to say it, but I understand him being more harsh on you because you're his kid. Like, no parents going to get mad for you be you know, for the coach hazing it because it's his kid. Yeah. But other
1: coaches being guess, on you? Well, because they they well, number one, I'm huge, and so I can't like just like not be noticed. <laughs>
0: There's like, little kid, little kid, little kid. Justin.
1: Gigantor over there. <laughs> Stop lollygagging, Gigantor. Who's
0: that kid over there playing with his testicles instead of catching the ball? That giant kid that you can't miss. Why isn't he playing?
1: Oh, man. I always wish I could have been like a wide receiver or something, but nope.
0: Wide receiver. I
1: was the Gigantor on the front line. <laughs> Just mow down kids. I don't know
0: why, but I just imagine you like really picking up your knees a lot and going, and, like that's how, that was your defense.
1: Sex Tabeto
0: <laughs> The other kids are like, Ah
1: <laughs> That's what the quarterback would he would call the audible <laughs> at the line, Sex And I was like, I got gotcha. you. I'd be like, Pff.
0: Oh, my God. So, wait, was it your job as in your position to take other, like, kids down or out? Or, like, did you get to throw the ball or catch the
1: ball? Definitely did not ever really get to throw the ball or catch (laughs) it. No, I was always on the line. So, if I was the offensive line, I blocked for the runner, you know, stuff like that. you
0: shoved other kids.
1: Sometimes I was the center and I had to, like, do the bloop with the ball. What does that mean? Hike the ball to the quarterback.
0: Oh, and then after that, then do you block other kids? Like, you hike it, and then you're like, ah!
1: Yeah, like, I clear the way for the for the guy, the running Drew back.
0: You Billy Bob?
1: I was the Billy Bob, yeah.
0: No way.
1: And then when I played on defense, I was the guy on the front that tried to get to the guy with the ball and tackle him.
0: Whoa. I know. I think football's way too
1: violent. It is kind of violent. I think it I is. pretty much stopped because I came to the conclusion that, you know what? Playing football kind of hurts.
0: Kind of glad we're having a girl.
1: She's going to play some football.
0: Oh, if she does, it's going to be tag football, and that's going to be it.
1: Better than... The flag, I mean. Better than working at Harper's too, I guess.
0: Yeah, right. Just get the flag. <laughs> that's it. That's all you get to do.
1: Uh, pop quiz. The Final question I got for you.
0: Ooh, final answer.
1: When you were in high school, did you ever contemplate stealing a police car naked?
0: Um, yes.
1: For reals? No. Okay.
0: I never even contemplated being naked, much less <laughs> stealing a police car. Are
1: you one of those never nudes?
0: A <laughs> lot like in public.
1: Oh, you just said I never contemplated being naked.
0: Yeah, in school. <laughs> hey, I'm in school. You know what I'm contemplating right now? Being naked. Oh,
1: you just said, a, you know, a house party, high school house party. The the police came by to say, hey guys, are you, everybody cool? Nobody's going to drink a drive? And you're like, I'm going to steal your cop car naked.
0: My high school house parties consisted of everybody, like, after a show.
1: Oh, I, I, I know what your high school house parties consisted <laughs> that, of. That
0: was college. That was different. <laughs> In high school, it was like, let's all go back to Janelle's house and, and watch South Park. and
1: Janelle.
0: yes are you smoking
1: the weed she was
0: definitely not smoking the weed (laughs) she was a good girl I was the bad influence sorry Janelle
1: oh okay I thought you were going to say yes I have stolen a cop car naked
0: well the story could be a cover for the fact that I really I mean what no (laughs) I never would do that ever that's wrong Simi Valley PD would have been all over that
1: that's right city pd they're more harsh <laughs> Which,
0: you think like, agree- in, okay. like in
1: this movie they were like they seem to not care do you think that I much grew up in
0: a town for a second as opposed to los angeles
1: no oh, i sometimes i forget
0: can you imagine like lapd being like what the fuck this kid stole our car like there would be like a swat team and a helicopter on me
1: the mouth on you lately man
0: well you know well hold on a minute <laughs> Right away, I knew it was out the window when you asked me to read the, the Kevin Costner monologue, and so after that point, I threw it all out.
1: Just I, those words, I don't think would throw off the iTunes uh, explicit warning thing. No,
0: it's only thrown off because you tell it what we said.
1: No, sometimes they—I think they have like the crawler bots, like searching for files. Are you stuff. kidding me? I don't know.
0: Is it like the Matrix, and then they send something, and they're like, ah. She said cock. And then, like, they set
1: off an alarm. I don't remember that part of the Matrix. <laughs> okay, <wait. laughs> But if I was Keanu Reeves or, or uh, Lawrence Fishburne, Morpheus character, <laughs> and I was in some place, and I'm like, am I in the Matrix? Am I not? And this little thing came up to me, ha she said cock. I'd be like, okay, I'm in the Matrix. <laughs> This is not real. Take me back to the, you know, shitty, barren land.
0: Take me back to the thing. Disneyland ride with the beer garden, because that was real life. <laughs>
1: oh Lord. Oh
0: my God, this has been fun.
1: <laughs> it's so late, guys. We got to go. We do. Um, but thanks for listening.
0: <laughs> Sorry about that.
1: Oh, my God. Salty we, language. We, should we drop our huge news at the end of the podcast? We
0: just did. We did? Yeah.
1: Oh, we, was everyone listening?
0: <laughs> I don't know, Justin. Were they?
1: Oh, We kind of slipped it in there, though.
0: That's what these sex geppettos do. We just slip it in there. <laughs>
1: Oh, I can't wait to Google <laughs> sex Geppetto and see what comes up.
0: Is this a good time, by the way, to get like all like, cute and baby nostalgic? We're like, sex Geppettos, we're slipping it in there. Ha, ha, ha. And then we're going to be like, we're having a girl.
1: Brooklyn, if you ever, in the far future, come back and listen to <laughs> oh, no. this podcast in particular, other podcasts that we've done that we might be embarrassed to you, yes. I want to apologize myself for both of us and myself and your mother,
0: Brooklyn. We're way cooler than this. <laughs> we are so much cooler than this.
1: See when you're when you're in a relationship, Brooklyn. Sometimes oh, wow. You
0: start sounding like your dad now. You have
1: to do stuff. You know, as like a a thing, as a date thing. Like something you do every week.
0: This is our date night. This is our date (laughs) night. I know. Some people go out to restaurants. We
1: talk about movies.
0: Yeah. Into a microphone.
1: (laughs) We combine our our two individual favorite things, movies and talking, into one thing. (laughs) Talking about movies.
0: And sometimes about things that aren't at all related to movies.
1: Like Six Geppettos. Yes. And Space Beer Garden Mountain.
0: (laughs) And our high school experiences that never happened because we were straight A virgin valedictorians.
1: Right. As you will be. So, thanks for listening. Yeah. Peeps.
0: Brooklyn. Check
1: us out on Facebook. Like us, if you will.
0: That would be nice.
1: We're on Twitter, Justin Winners or Chris Winners. With a K. We're on iTunes. We are. Where we're explicit again. Sorry. For the, for the second week in a row.
0: Oh, we're, we're getting bad.
1: Um, What else? This is episode 90. Is it? We made it to episode 90, I think.
0: Holy crap. We have 10 more until we get to. <laughs> to <we> explode? Yeah. <laughs> oh, we're
1: going to have to think of something really crazy for 100, man. It's
0: going to be awesome. Whatever it is. I don't know what's going to be it, but I am going to put it out there and say, it will be awesome. Yes. Oh, oh,
1: Keep oh. talking it up. But yeah, uh, we love you. Sure. You love them. Thanks for listening. What are you whispering for? I oh, know. Okay, it's too late. We're going. All right, goodbye. Bye.